6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Okay, I watched a movie last night. It's on Netflix. It's called The Last Blockbuster, and I'm glad I finally checked it out, especially as someone who worked at Blockbuster Video for three years in the 1990s. And I'm pleased to welcome to 6.30 Chet Afternoons, writer and producer of The Last Blockbuster, Zeke Cam. Zeke, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Be- before we dive into some of the specifics of the uh, uh, of the documentary, I, I want to ask you a little bit about, I-, I could probably guess your approximate age, but I want to ask you about uh, your <laughs> relationship with Blockbuster and maybe just video rental stores in general when you were a younger person. So my guess is you would guess I'm 10 years younger than I am because uh, my partner on the film, Taylor, the director, he's a 10 years younger than me, and he was Blockbuster was was it for him. It was everything. For me, it wasn't my childhood. Uh, I had a privately owned video store in my town. Uh, because of how old I was, there was no Blockbuster, and Blockbuster didn't even exist when I was in high school. Uh, but for Taylor, it was it was very formative for him. Um, I I still had that video store experience but for me blockbuster was when i was in college and uh so i'd I'd still say it had some important moments tied into my life (laughs) well that's i i I mean look i i really encourage people to check out this uh this film on netflix because it's first of all there's some great information in there about the the demise of blockbuster and and i i I do want to ask that because the, there, there are some assumptions about the demise of Blockbuster that aren't actually true, and you guys looked into that. Yeah, we, you know, we assumed, like most people when we started, that it was an open and shut case that Netflix was the one holding the smoking gun. But when we dove into it, it's, it's a lot more complicated than that, and it's, it's really quite fascinating. We set out to, to make a film about this store, uh, in Oregon, that's currently the last one, and about the manager who worked so hard to keep it open, because it felt like an important message for the world to hear. Uh, but when we dove in, we're like, wow, there's some very interesting business stuff in here, too. So we brought in the story to uh, to really encompass all of that. Well, and, and you tell some great stories and some great uh, background about about Bend Oregon and, and about Blockbuster Video. Why do you think that one store of, what, were there over 9,000 Blockbusters at some point? Why do you think it's that yeah. one that's been able to make it through all of this? So, you know, it was one of the franchises. It wasn't a corporate store. It was a, an independent store, Pacific Video, until Blockbuster gave them an offer they couldn't refuse, and they had to turn into a Blockbuster. And they've been a blockbuster for a while, but they've always still been that independent store. It was the same people working there, uh, the same owner. Uh, it's just the signs changed. Um, but they still had that, you know, community-first attitude. And really the bottom line is Sandy, the manager. If it wasn't for her, that store would have closed down a long time ago. Well, yeah, she's obviously special, and there was a little bit of drama in in the movie that I'll that I'll save for people to consume that themselves about uh, about the, their store's uh, future. Is is there anything about 
about Bend itself that, I don't know, a, a civic mentality that lends itself to people still supporting that store or still wanting to go tangibly rent a movie as opposed to just streaming everything? So I think part of it, a uh, percentage of it certainly, is that this is a, a vacation town. So although a lot of people live here, uh, we also get a lot of people coming in to ski or to mountain bike or to uh, raft the river. So, you know, those people, if you think back not that long ago, um, when most of the blockbusters were starting to go out of business, certainly the chain ones, uh, if you came to a to rent a place in a town, a cabin or whatever, uh, there was a pretty good chance you were going to be renting videos. So uh, I'm sure that that had something to do with it. But, you know, the locals here, uh, they love Sandy. They love the store. Um, it's really nice. If you haven't been inside a video store ever in your whole life or it's just been a long time, uh, it was something that we loved. But we didn't think about how much we loved it. It was just what we did. And then one day we stopped going and we forgot to miss it. And I really feel like that's kind of the message of the film is, you know, don't forget the stuff that you love when you love it. You know, we still have things like this in our lives that are important that we do all the time. And although the movie is primarily funny, um, it's really been nice. I get a lot of strangers uh, sending us emails or commenting on our social media, uh, big tough guys that, you you know, you might be startled if you turned around and saw them in the shadows telling us that, you know, they cried in it. Even though it's a comedy, uh, there's some moments in there where, where they were moved, and, and that feels really good. Read in for Jay Lynn today, visiting with Zeke Cam. He's writer and producer of The Last Blockbuster, which you can get on Netflix. I watched it last night. Zeke, you were just touching on hearing emotional reactions from people and and some people even saying they, they were tearing up at parts of the movie I, I gotta say the the one that got me the most was when you had a lot of your interview subjects just holding a vhs case and cassette and smelling it and feeling the weight of it and opening it and then hearing the clicks when it's shut and i was just like oh my god those are all sensations that you know i remember and, and i wish i could experience again um, yeah. what, what, when you rewatch it or maybe when you were making it, what, what was the most emotional thing for you? Yeah, that was a big one. You know, um, when we started out, we, we handed every person we interviewed, um, uh, a mock-up, a uh, demo of a VHS of this film. You know, it didn't exist yet, but we wanted, cause such a strong part of the theme for us is that physical sensation, the tactile touch, that's, that's a real thing like that makes physical things happen in your brain that we don't get anymore. And it doesn't mean that one's better than the other, but it certainly means one can't replace the other, not completely. You know, our movie is available on iTunes and Amazon and Netflix, but we're still selling a lot of DVDs, a lot, thousands of DVDs of our movie. And I think people want to be able to hold it. Even if you never watch that DVD, even if you just watch it on Netflix, you can pick it up and hold it and look at it and smell it if you want to. Um, yeah, it's just uh, that, that physical tactile sensation that makes a big difference.
Zeke, uh, I, I love the film. Congratulations on, on just Thank putting so out uh, a, a beautiful picture, and thanks for telling some of the story behind it. Thank you. And if people want the DVD, they can actually buy it from bendblockbuster.com. And someone in a blue shirt who works at the last Blockbuster will put it in a box. You might even get a little bit of that smell. That's amazing. That is Zeke Cam. It's the last blockbuster. Like I said, uh, he told you where you can get it, and I watched it on Netflix last night. 